0: You're a stupid suicide, you're a stupid suicide You'll never live, you'll never die, you're a stupid suicide Hey everybody, welcome back to the Better Off Dead Minute podcast The podcast where we analyze the savage Steve Holland classic, Better Off Dead One Better Off Dead Minute, minute at a time I'm Curtis Blaze from thesacnews.com And I'm Jason Hummel from Mondo Confidential.
1: Today we are tripping the light fantastique through minute 46, which starts with Charles unable to recover from the hilarious joke that Stalin made, and ends with Ricky and Monique awkwardly making their way to the dance floor. What happened in this minute, Curtis?
0: Well, in the last minute, Lane and Charles found themselves at the Greendale New Year's Eve dance, dateless and miserable. To pile on, they were accosted by Stalin and his bad sense of humor. As the minute begins, Charles is beside himself with laughter over Stalin's shaving joke. 45 minutes and 8 seconds in, we cut back to E.G. Daly's performance of the song, One Way Love. At 45 minutes and 16 seconds, it is in this actual second that we hear her sing the words, Better Off Dead, and roll credits. At 45 minutes and 19 seconds, with a bolt of lightning, the doors fly open to reveal Ricky in all of his glory, escorting his reluctant date. Monique to the dance. At 45 minutes and 46 seconds, we cut to Lane and Charles observing Roy and Beth dancing together on the dance floor locked in Blissful Dancing Union. As the minute ends, Ricky and Monique make their way to the dance floor and prepare to dance. Well, I just want to say that
1: I love the way that uh, Curtis Armstrong gets tears going from laughing so hard at Stalin's really lame joke.
0: Do you remember what that lame joke is from last April?
1: <laughs> I believe it was... You better shave her a little closer before you kiss her good night.
0: <laughs> you know, zooming in, you can see the actual tears. Curtis. <laughs> Curtis got it going.
1: Yeah, I wonder if he's a method actor.
0: What is a method actor?
1: Um, you basically live as the character while you're doing the movie, like even in your
0: off time. Okay, so what are some famous method actors that you've heard of? Well, like
1: Sean Penn, when he did uh, Fast Times, he would only respond to the name Spicoli. That's weird. Anyone else? Um, Brando. He's probably the most famous method actor.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. Now I'm starting to get a a sense of what you mean. I heard of someone recently doing this. The Joker guy on Suicide Squad. What's his name? Jared Leto. Jared Leto does that, right? Not totally sure. Wasn't he kind of a jerk to everybody on set while he was
1: the Joker? Never heard that, but that's entirely possible. I'd hate to see what he did to prepare for Fight Club if he was a method actor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or Blade Runner 2049. Oh, yeah. Okay, now that we've got getting sued by someone out of the way, let's move on. (laughs) E.G. Daly, I've got questions. Do you think she knew she was in a movie?
1: Oh, yeah, I think so.
0: (laughs) It kind of seemed like she was in a music video, like a rock music video instead of a movie. Yeah. Lots of eye spiking at the camera.
1: Smiling at the camera. yeah. the only thing, like, missing was, like, a full-on hair flip.
0: (laughs) No, there was a hair flip. Was there a hair flip? Oh, there was a hair flip right at the end of the minute. You'll you'll see when we get there. Right there, at second 43, just as the camera cuts back to her after Ricky is dragging Monique into the dance, she just gets done doing a hair flip. Like, the hair is just settling back down after she does one. Yeah, yeah.
1: But she doesn't get that, like, Rita Hayworth close-up.
0: No, but she gets that at, at at 16 seconds in. She gets the Rita hair. She does like the whole nodding her head and pointing at the camera. Big eye spikes. <laughs> right at exactly 16 seconds into this minute. Which is my point. Do we know if there was a music video for this movie when this movie came out? Hmm. By EG.
1: If there was, it was under the radar because I don't remember seeing
0: one at the time. My guess is there wasn't. 1986. They didn't really do that as far as movie releases. They always had like the one official movie song that would have things from the movie cut into it. You know, like Ghostbusters.
1: Yeah. Or that uh, Lost Boys video
0: from, I want to say, Lou Graham. Or that running scared video from that guy that spit really big during the video. (laughs) (laughs) All over his microphone. (laughs) What was his name? Michael McDonald. Yeah. Big old lobs a big old Loogie right on his microphone while he's like in the video. Made it into the video. <laughs> the way you're laughing tells me you've never you've never noticed that. No. <laughs> Doobie loogies. Is there any more epic entrance than the entrance that Ricky makes in this movie to the dance? Yeah, he's got the fog, he's
1: got the backlit effect going. It's
0: kinda of like Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> Big bolt of lightning. Yeah. And then he appears at the door.
1: <laughs> you expect the next thing you know, you're gonna hear
0: that sting, that ee, ee, ee doors a lock. <laughs> so the lightning goes off, the thunder goes off, and he's standing in the door doing his leg shake. Elvis style <laughs> with his white belt. Yeah, that white the white leather belt. Or white plastic belt, isn't it? I think it's white leather. No way it's leather. No way. That thing is plastic.
1: Oh, it's the white plastic belts that come with the pants?
0: Yeah. With the matching animals on it? Because Ricky would totally be a gray animals kid. Yeah. You know, I'll say this for him. He's got his tie the right length. Usually the fat funny guys in movies, their tie is clear up uh, above their belly button. Or it's like almost to their knees. It's hanging down exactly where it's supposed to, just covering the belt buckle. It's not a good tie. It's like a butterscotch colored tie. With butterscotches on it, perhaps. (laughs) Butterscotch residue. Is there a world in which Ricky is the actual hero of this movie? Hmm.
1: You know, you could probably make a fan at it that turned it into Ricky's movie. Because, I mean, he gets this really kind of shining moments a few times. Where he almost seems like the protagonist and not the antagonist.
0: Ricky does have his hero moments. One's coming up in the next minute, I think. Yes. 1980, uh, 1986 was 12 years before Autotune started being used regularly. Although, Mariah Carey,
1: 1991, Mariah Carey? Hmm, late late 80s, early 90s, I remember. Yeah.
0: She does hit that Carey-esque note. Do you think that was all natural? Do you think it was enhanced? 1986, there's a good chance it was enhanced. Mm Hmm. But for all I know, and we have to check with, you know... Recording artists. They sped up the tape and made it higher? It's possible,
1: but it sounds not natural to me.
0: She does make that note in other songs. That is one high note.
1: (laughs) It's like a Memorex note, you know.
0: How big a deal do you think this movie was to the people as they were making it?
1: I could see some of them probably thinking it was going to be their big break.
0: You know, major studio. Do you recall what EG had done up to this point?
1: Um... Let's see, was uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, that was 84,
0: right? So she'd already been big. Yeah. So at this point, she's just riding on it. Yeah. She gets to be featured in a movie now, Singing. Yep. Uh, a career that she's had ever since. Mm-hmm. She puts out country music now? Do I have that right? Countryesque?
1: Um, yeah. There. I've run across some of her music that sounds country-ish, or like folkish, almost like Jewel, kind of.
0: She's even better now than she was in the 80s. I think.
1: Yeah, her voice has matured. She's got that one song that's almost kind of gothic.
0: Well, as E.G. Daly hits that high note, Monique is drug into the dance. That is not someone that wants to be at the dance. <laughs> How bad do you think things have gotten at the Smith house? <laughs> do you think she, at this point, is locked in her room, sneaking to the bathroom yet? Bars on the windows. Well, at least... Not talking to anybody. Trying to be polite. Using the whole doesn't know English thing to get out of doing things. And awkward conversations. Has to show up for dinner. Has to ride to school. They don't depict her doing any extracurricular activities. No. Except for hanging out at home and going to school.
1: Well, we know she loves baseball. Kind of strange she didn't try out for, like, the team.
0: So Monique's entire existence... Probably, by this point in the movie, New Year's Eve, almost halfway through school, 100 days in, is just hiding in her bedroom, sneaking to the bathroom, and being forced out into the open to eat once in a while. And now she's drugged to the dance. She looks great.
1: Yeah, she always looks great, even when she's covered in grease. (laughs) She's just so adorable.
0: I wonder why she... I wonder why, character-wise, why she wouldn't want to go to the dance. Just because it's with Ricky...
1: Yeah I think I think that's it just being dragged along by Ricky. I could imagine going by herself she would have a good time.
0: She seems pretty skilled at ditching him. <laughs> it seems like she'd be able to get to the dance and then and then get away. Yeah. Although for a a dance in a high school town, a larger high school town it doesn't seem to be that big of a gym. Yeah, that's true. It's more like a healthy VFW sized <laughs> kind of situation. Yeah. Although they film it on location, so I guess gyms are gyms. Yeah.
1: Does it just seem like small because the stage takes up so much room?
0: Well, when you analyze it, stage to the back of the room. Yeah, that is small. Yeah, you can see in minute 45 when we go to uh, the stage view of the gym, the door is just right there. 50 people back. Yeah. It's, It's a healthy crowd. It's packed. But it's not big. It's not a big room. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like looking at the extras, in that nice little panning shot where everybody's kind of doing the Molly Ringwald dance.
0: I'm not aware of what the Molly Ringwald dance is.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's the the
0: the dance she does in uh, Breakfast Club. Well, okay, I can see there in this minute at uh, at about 53 seconds in, everyone's doing that dance. It's kind of bouncing up and down. Yeah, sure. Yeah, swiveling the shoulders. No one is putting lipstick on with their own breasts, though.
1: (laughs) That's because that's Claire's trick. She never taught it to anybody else. She wasn't like uh, Phoebe Cates in Fast Times wanting
0: to impart her knowledge into younger girls. Wait a minute. Hold on. I need need a second to process this. (laughs) Isn't Phoebe Cates... Phoebe Cates! Red bikini, moving in stereo. Okay, so I thought you were talking about Phoebe Boucher... (laughs) so you can understand now (laughs) the thought bubble over my head was like wasn't she three when that movie came out (laughs) (laughs) or maybe her evil twin (laughs) what's that thing that Lane is playing with while he's uh, resentfully looking at Beth and what's his face kissing
1: I believe it's a centerpiece uh, shaped like a new year's baby
0: New Year's Baby. Oh, New Year's Eve. Okay, if that is a New Year's Baby, and it is... Wait, what am I looking at here? (laughs) What's going on behind this partition here at 2nd 47? We have a brick wall, which is unusual anyway in a high school town, behind EG, behind the stage. Then we have Ricky entering, and it's totally foggy out, which I guess is consistent later on when Lane goes out and starts running away from...
1: Uh, The Sinister Paperboy,
0: uh... Cabal. Okay, so it's foggy out. The fog comes and goes, but it's pretty heavy right here. I think this is a soundstage. (laughs) (laughs) They did not film this in a real gym. (laughs) The geography doesn't work out. Did everybody know that but me?
1: I don't think it was obvious. I mean, look at how many times we've gone through that and it just clicked now.
0: They do a good job of continuity editing.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love Charles's spaced out expression in, in that shot, uh, where Elaine's playing with the baby, the New Year's baby centerpiece thing. He, I
0: don't know. know, he just, if you love that, then you would have loved me at dances, because that was basically me <laughs> at every dance that we ever had, <laughs> standing there, eyes moving around, head not really moving. If we would have had cell phones to play with back in those days, I would have just been sitting on a bleacher somewhere. Playing with my cell phone. Mm-hmm.
1: I know, but it's, it's just like, is he bored out of his gourd, or did he finally score the good stuff? <laughs> you
0: know? His emotions are up and down and up and down in this thing. Yeah. He's, he's going from laughing to bored to angry. I think he looks resentful in the scene you're talking about. Hmm. Like, what are we still doing here? And by the way, for a New Year's dance, people are leaving, but there's no real indication that New Year's has come and gone. Right. That doesn't ever happen. Well, that's all I got except for, I'd really like to know what's on Ricky's tie. (laughs) Squares. Just squares. Not parallelograms. Not little Saturns. Squares. Well, then that is all I have for this minute. How about you, Jason? I had something that I forgot.
1: (laughs) Old age creeping up.
0: Well, all right then. (laughs) The Better Off Dead Minute podcast is a fan project by Curtis Blaze and Jason Hummel. The movie Better Off Dead was created by Savage Steve Holland and presented by Warner Brothers in association with a and Films. The Better Off Dead Minute podcast is produced and edited by Curtis Blaze. Our opening music, Suicide for You, is by Skatred.
1: You can follow the Better Off Dead Minute on Twitter at BOD Minute and at our Facebook group at the Better Off Dead Minute Crisis Support Service and at uh, betteroffdeadminute.com. Don't forget to leave us a voicemail or text at 712-830-7373. Also, don't forget to leave us a five-star review
0: on iTunes. Thank you to the Star Wars Minute guys for graciously allowing us to steal the format. If you would like to listen to other Movies by Minute podcasts, check out moviesbyminutes.com. Join us whenever we record the next one for the Better Off Dead Minute podcast, Minute 47. Until then, I'm Curtis. And I'm Jason. Good night.